Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by BetSperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. The NFL season continues to be a tough one for me, Andy. I'm a struggling man. I got a couple winners on sides today. Neither were easy. And uh, ultimately, uh, it's going to be another losing week for me after two losses on the backs of teams getting garbage time touchdowns and then converting two-point conversions. Uh, It's tilting. I'm not going to let that impact my mood because it's a beautiful fall weekend here in California. We got NBA tipping off this week. There's a lot of things to be positive about. So uh, what were some of the positive takeaways you can come away with this weekend, Andy? Yeah, and real quick before we get into it, too, which also if you're joining us here in the YouTube, by all means, please do the old uh, like, subscribe, rate, review, all that. The Patriots just returned that for a touchdown, I take it, and are leading again. Oh my God, this game is out of control. Um, anyway, we are doing a. Holy we did a. Shit. Yeah, shit's, shit's getting wild. We did an NBA podcast with our friend uh, from Punt School over there. So, Josh, me, and you talked some NBA the other day, and I think we should uh, put some shine on that. It's a pretty good, uh, pretty good hour of NBA talk. You can find that here on the YouTube channel. Oh, it just it wasn't. Uh, it was a Mac Jones rookie of the year. Um, pass deep left, which is good. I like the the Cowboys have to come back and do it again here. So um, takeaways were yeah, a lot of blowouts early. Not a great slate of football really. Outside of this game, it's turning into an instant classic. Um, the other two late games, I mean, the uh, we'll get to them when we get to them, I guess. But it was kind of both of them were kind of blowouts really. If you want to get down to it, the Raiders. I mean, they're up three scores here with three minutes left. I guess you can call that a blowout as well, but. Right off the bat, Jacksonville got a win. I don't want to put too much credit on Jacksonville, but I guess they did figure out that Miami was missing multiple you know, defensive backs and had a bunch of injury problems and that they could they could attack them there. I mean, it'd give them a little credit. They got the win. Yeah. Uh, Urban Meyer retains his job, I suppose. Uh, nothing, I that so. Jacksonville, nothing that Jacksonville did in that game impressed me at all. I felt like Miami lost that more than Jacksonville won it. Is that fair? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Jacksonville hit two pretty unbelievably long and lucky field goals. 54-yarder that was hooking out and then somehow draw drew in uh, and then uh, a 53-yarder to win it. Both of them were low probability to make, and yet both of them – are successful so yeah kind of coin flippy jacksonville was obviously the right side if you bet it over was probably the right side and it was not rewarded uh what did you do you agree with that yeah there's probably too many field especially from a team who hadn't made a field goal all season it's funny that we ended up that but yeah the 47 probably probably deserved to get there didn't get there jacksonville probably the right side two uh two was bad two was sloppy i don't think his passing is NFL is not NFL. It's not NFL worthy. And uh, on top of that, uh, Miami does not get a week off to recuperate after a London trip. They have to play next week. So great job by the front office and the management there deciding not to elect for their bye the week after a London game. But uh, probably probably fair to assume that Miami covers in incredible fashion after the entire universe bets against them next week. Well, not only that, Atlanta is coming off a buy and then Miami's opting to not have a buy off the London game. Like that's a really weird. I don't know if that's something we ever seen. So never seen it. Never seen uh, it. We've only ever seen uh, one team elect to play the weekend after playing in London. And it was the Colts and they ended up covering against the bears who were yeah, off so the, standard, yeah, the world, standard the rest. world will, the world will be betting Atlanta. That'll be funny when it's just Miami 36 nothing. Ah, well, let's get off that game. Green Bay, Chicago. Chicago put up a good fight. Um, I made the Bears plus five. I couldn't I couldn't back them, I guess. It's just there's too many uncertainties with what they're gonna do on the offense. I mean, there's injuries on both sides of the ball here. Even even Robinson. I mean, people are just dinged up. It's getting to be that time of year, but with the Green Bay secondary being 
roughed up like that. I was a little worried. Ultimately, Green Bay got the cover. Rodgers really drug his nuts on the city of Chicago there at the end with the yelling at the crowd. Like that, that has to be infuriating. But um, yeah, good job to anyone who grabbed Green Bay there. And then the 44, that it did standard, didn't it? Yep, it did. Uh, even though that was a heavily bet over. Um, generally, uh, yeah. I don't have a, a strong feel for where we're from here with either of these teams, realistically. No. And and Green uh, Bay's defense is kind of bad. They're kind of bad, but Kenny Clark played his goddamn ass off. That guy, that guy rocks. Love Kenny Clark. He was ultimately the reason that Green Bay covered. Uh, never a good thing when the reason your team covers is one of their defensive tackles. <laughs> and but ultimately, I did think he was the deciding factor in that game. Uh, I didn't think it was a lucky cover from Green Bay. I did think they were the better team. No. I think they should have been favored by a touchdown. Uh, so I don't feel bad about that. But it was it was a nail biter in terms of a cover, and I have yet to have an easy one this year. It's really it's been it's been it's been a tough year. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, KC uh, Washington. A lot of people teased KC, which is probably unadvisable teasing down to a half point, but got there. The unders, yeah, stayed under. KC was proclaimed very, very dead in the first half and then rattled off what the next five scores or however it went. It just seemed that way. Looked pretty good in the end. Got their team total over in case anyone degen bet that. Not Barely. hand up on that one. Barely. Yeah, it was it was 30 and a half. I was just assuming they'd miss that extra point. KC, a lot of problems, but when the offense is clicking, it's still a very dangerous team. This is one of those two where I, I showed a tiny bit of value at plus six and a half at home just based on how that defense was looking, but Washington didn't do enough to take advantage of that bad defense and glad it stayed away. Do you think uh, Kansas city uh, is now kind of back in the AFC West race? Hey, <laughs> that, that was funny. Um, Denver with Denver, Denver losing, I guess Raiders won. LAC lost. Yeah, I mean, you're kind of, this is the spot. You're back in it now. You needed this one, but they're going to need more than that. They're obviously going to have to split with the, split with the Chargers down the road. I don't know. I'm going to have to sit and look at some schedules here, but needed it, had to have it. It was looking kind of sketchy in the first half there. Did their defense respond in holding Washington to only 13? I blame, I want to go back and watch more of that, but I want to blame Washington a little more than anything the defense did. I mean, I they did make some, they same made some. They made some adjustments. This isn't the same defense they rolled out last week. So um, that's definitely something to go look at before you get too involved with either of those teams. Uh, Minnesota, Carolina, Mike Zimmer needs someone to, like, trick him, I guess, into telling him he's he's down. Like, hey, get, no, no, that scoreboard's wrong. We're down six. Like, and him and Clint, oh, my God, just the the – the difference in how that offense looks when they're leading compared to how the offense looks when they're behind. It's like, this is like the, un this is an unstoppable passing offense when they're behind, like they just march down the field. And then when they're, when they have a lead, it just turns into, you know, the, the 36 Akron Staley's like it's, it's embarrassing how it looks. So two weeks in a row, they put themselves in a bad position late. Obviously it took some fourth down luck from Carolina, but shouldn't even be in that position really. And then they did get it done. They probably deserved to cover now. No, probably about it. So Minnesota gets the cover. Carolina hits all the teasers. Thank God for that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, another, just another weird overtime game for Minnesota. Yeah, uh, Minnesota is this year's Seattle Seahawks, where yes, they are going to play that last every week. single every single game is going to be a one score game either way. And uh, feel free to tease against Minnesota to your heart's content. Feel free to tease Minnesota to your heart's content because these games are going to land within one score. It doesn't matter what the uh, the actual game state is. Apparently, um, <laughs> I, the fact that that went to overtime was truly absurd. It was absurd. The way that they managed the end of game for Minnesota was mind-meltingly stupid. Um, the fact that they gave up, they had them pinned in, at the goal line. They gave up an enormously long fourth down conversion to extend the drive. They gave up an impossible fourth down that they made, Sam Darnold made look easy. Uh, to extend the drive in, you know, with a short field. Um, 
And then, yeah, they gave up the touchdown. They gave up the two-point conversion. That was All of that was embarrassing. And then uh, they obviously, weirdly, like no, <laughs> virtually no time was ticking off the clock for that entire like uh, last four minutes of the game. Like every single play seemed to stop the clock um, for both offenses, <laughs> and they were still forty-five seconds left. They moved themselves into field goal range, and they missed a forty-seven yarder that would have won it without even going to overtime. Like I, I'm still, I'm still uh, affronted. Uh, by the degree to which they 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 electively find themselves in very difficult games to win, um, yeah. that should have been an absolute easy, no doubt, rocking chair winner, and it was just a brutal sweat. So, um, live betting, yeah, live betting I might, accordingly. I might be done on Minnesota betting for a while. Yeah. So, um, didn't see the world beating a path to my door to apologize to me about my Chargers uh, power rating. I guess. <laughs> but uh, I, and I'm joking. Like it's it's fine. You guys were wrong. I was right. I'm I'm wrong most of the time anyway. It just felt good to get one. Felt good to get one in the bank. But I don't think it was so much the Chargers aren't that good of a team. It was really some key pieces, uh, Adderley and Tranquil on the defense. Like once I I actually did bet into this game a couple times. Like the way the Baltimore offense has looked the last few weeks. I guess taking advantage of missing some pieces there and just getting things done. And then also, I mean, good point in the chat here. Third and fourth down regression for the Chargers. It just it was bound to happen at some point. So, the fact that we we saw that at the same time of multiple meaningful injuries for the Chargers defense, Baltimore was the right side every which way but loose, and you know uh, their offense just keeps rolling here. Baltimore's a very very good team, and you can't take that uh, can't take that away from them. Defense played up a little, but at the same time. I, I do believe the Chargers probably should have scored some more as, as well. No, Ravens now very clearly in the driver's seat for a top two seed. Especially with all the injuries to Cleveland. Yep. The, NF, the AFC North is theirs to lose. Uh, Lamar Jackson is now a top four, clearly a top four uh, candidate in the MVP race. Uh, Justin Herbert's MVP candidacy took a shot today. I'm sorry on your behalf. Um, He was not, he was not very clean today. And honestly, I didn't really get what the plan was for LA in that game offensively. Like it never really felt like they had the right concepts to make the Ravens defense hurt. And the Ravens defense after getting absolutely pushed around and embarrassed against the Colts, Colts, They were unbelievably good today, like impossibly good today. And I didn't really see that there were specific personnel pieces that came back that made the difference. It was just like they all played well. Um, And those kind of situations are tough to predict. Um, So, yeah, that was a that was a weird one. And uh, I think ultimately I feel angry and annoyed that the (laughs) that the over was Always, well, you know, that was a loser waiting to happen. Um, a lot of freaking points left on the field. 40-point yep. total, ultimately. Uh, massive amount of CLV not to be turned into a winner. Uh, frustrating game from my standpoint as an overbacker. Um, and anyone that is anti-analytics, that is anti um, you know, just because they're like a quote unquote football guy that uses that game as a talking point to opine about the Chargers being up oh, the sea. This is what happens when you go for and forth down. You know, like if that narrative were to actually like catch some steam and the market believed in it and people stopped, uh, you know, stopped supporting teams that are plus EV analytically, then that's probably good for us as betters. But boy, would that be wrong. <laughs> Do you know what I'm getting at? Yeah. And I actually wanted to give McCarthy a little credit early. He, you know, he had a fourth down that didn't uh, result in the first down and he went right back to it on a, a different, it's not like McCarthy's a good coach or will make consistently good choices, but the fact that he 
did go for another fourth down eventually was pretty nice. That made me feel better about the Cowboys where they're headed. Yes. Yeah, um. Yeah. Bad. That 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 over. You know, was dead as soon as the Chargers just repeatedly could not get anything done. But it uh, r- rough rough beat there. Um. Since he had to, a couple, we'll run through some beat downs here now. Since he had Detroit. Detroit's Great job by offering. you. You played Detroit's Cincinnati. Detroit's not offering much. Yeah. Uh, Detroit's not offering much. And by the way, if you laid the favorites today in the morning, congratulations. You want to shill them. Seven, seven and one, I think. Yeah. Who was the only dog that covered? Jacksonville? Yeah. All the 1 p.m. games were favorites, right? Yep. You and got, none, of them uh, were, none of them were really close. Yeah. Indy minus 10, Chicago or uh, Green Bay minus six, KC six and a half, Minnesota two and a half, Baltimore two and a half, Cincinnati three and a half, four. All of all of them, all of them came through. So, yeah, not much to say about that other than Burrow continues to look pretty good. They have some good young pieces there. The defense is decent. It's going to look a lot better against a, P, a team with really nothing to offer offensively. And I guess, yeah, the the Lions will continue to stink. And uh, my, I think it wasn't really. I don't think I ranked the Lions lower than other people. I just had Cincy a touch higher. So I like sure. uh, I liked it taking that. I had them four and a half, and they obviously covered that as well. Uh, Rams beat the shit out of the Giants. We said, how is this going to get to 49? And the answer was the Giants stinking so bad and giving up so many, so many bad uh, field position spots for uh, for the Rams. And the Rams just never kicking a field goal, honestly. <laughs> they had, you know, so many of those drives were ending in touchdowns. That was going to be bad. And then the garbage, we, we will not get into it. We already did it. The garbage time, the um, touchdown and two-point conversion landed right on 49 then. What um, did you think of the Rams being aggressive for the first time in the Sean McVay tenure? Uh, up 28-3 to three late in that game, going for that fourth and one. Uh, was that – Yeah, was I that, can't make sense uh, of it. W- like, is that McVay hearing all of the praise of Staley and reacting to it and being like, I can do that too? Or was that – uh, just random fluky bizarre. I think it was just random. Like yeah, we're up by a bunch. This this is very low. Like this is low risk, low, low consequence. Reward. Yeah, yeah well, I don't, I don't give it. a shit. Just All go right. for it. So like, Cause, cause, what, yeah. like maybe maybe Stafford said like I want to go. For, okay, do it. I don't care. Shit, it doesn't matter. I just want to go home. This game sucks. I don't like being in New Jersey. I would like to get back to the coast, sit on a chair like Drew. Um, yeah, landed right on 49. That number was good. Anyone who laid it with the Rams or teased them or took them in Survivor was not really sweating that at all. Arizona beat the tar out of Cleveland. Cleveland battling a bunch of injuries. Apparently, Cliff Kingsbury needs to stay home more often. The offense looks really good. I think maybe the uh, the injury to Kyler, probably a little overblown. He looked just fine. He did run a bit. And they just continue to do the right things on offense, and the defense really showed up as well. So hey, um, uh, it's, it's tough to play this. with that many. Go ahead. I can't comment on this, but I need you. To, did you watch much of that game? A little. I still the, the late games. I didn't catch a ton of. I was mostly watching Dallas. Okay. Uh, of what you saw, did you feel like that was fairly officiated? <sighs> I, yeah, that was the, one of them too, where we just talked pre preamble when we were before we were on the air like cleveland was getting flagged a lot but a lot of them were just well you clearly grabbed his face mask or you clearly held him or that was that was a you know that was the right call i'm sorry that you you know you got flagged for that but you're but then but then you didn't get the same benefit the other way though like when you were in that situation that you could have gotten that beneficial call you didn't like you know what i mean I didn't. I didn't see you any. Didn't see you know, I didn't see any cases of like, oh, that was a clear face mask. They didn't call. No, I'm just saying, Cleveland got called for stuff they should have got called for, and they might helmet have just been the, on yeah, they might have just been the sloppier team. Yeah, I don't know if it was. Yeah, that was close. But yeah, either, either way, Arizona is a truck. They continue to be my number two team. Buffalo would have to embarrass himself to be the the number uh, the number two team after this. Arizona, it's it's pretty close. Buffalo and Arizona are pretty close right now. That's my Super Bowl, I guess. Unless when, until I won't Sorry, say last. Drop my until phone. we have some injuries. You drop your phone. That's funny. Um, Vegas, Denver. Yeah, I guess the longer. Vegas. Yeah, I did. The long, the longer uh, Cliff Kingsbury remains out, the more likely uh, Arizona is to stay your number two. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, keep him out of there. Uh, Vegas beats Denver by 10. The total was never, never close. This was an easy over right off the bat, even after it took a little bit of a hit. 
I think the live total got up into over over 53 after the first two two scores. And then there's a little bit of a lull, but it came back to it. We ended up landing at, well, what did that game land at? 58 for a total. That was wow. down at 43. Uh, Denver was bet out from minus three to four by everybody climbing on the, oh, let's, you know, like uh, the coach is gone. Now it's time to bet against them. I think I, we mentioned this before. I think uh, Oakland slash Las Vegas did the right thing, elevating the special teams guy to keep the uh, coordinators doing their jobs instead of worrying about this bullshit. So good job to uh, nice bounce back with the interim head coach. And that offense looked real nice at times. They were clicking defense still kind of stinks, but uh, Denver wasn't able to take advantage of it the whole game. So never doubt on the dog and the over in that one. And then Dallas, New England is we're yet to find out who that ends up. Obviously, the over has hit at this point. And if the Dallas were to win by a field goal, New England would cover almost every number. Um, or push. I suppose there's still some pushes out there, too. I have Dallas minus four. It would be nice to get that. It would be a nice way to close things. And then tonight, Seattle-Pittsburgh. Don't even want to watch it. I will, though. We'll do a halftime show. Let's get in next week, unless you have anything else. Let's get into next week. I think so, for sure, for sure. All right. Thursday night football, a beat-up Cleveland team on a short week. And stay at home, yeah. at home, but all of my, versus Denver. Uh, all of my – they're probably going to get uh, – uh, finally get the officials in their favor on this one, huh? After the last two weeks? Maybe. I don't know. If, I, I don't, the league finally calls uh, the game for, in their favor. I'm not handicapping like which side is getting favored by the officials. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't have a. I'm not going to probably take that into account. But I mean, just dumb luck would say probably. Um, I'm not yeah. even showing that game. I, that yeah. The, yeah I mean, I. I mean, night. I'm. I'm obviously. I'm obviously raw because the next time I'm on the same side as the uh, the officials in the NFL will be the first time this year. So it's uh it's it's frustrating to say the le- the least. But uh yeah, the injuries situation with Cleveland is a freaking problem. I don't think you can count on Baker Mayfield being a hundred percent in this game or even close to hundred percent after the hits he took today. Um, and on top of that, yeah, the defense was surprisingly available for this game against. Uh, uh, the Cardinals, but they surely didn't look 100%. Um, that was a really poor defensive effort, ultimately, from the Cleveland Browns. And realistically, the Houston Texans, excuse me, the, excuse, excuse me, the, the Broncos haven't been playing as poorly as the Houston Texans. But the Broncos are not a team that I'm really interested in getting involved with on the road on a short week. Um, uh, this is probably an easy underlook at some, in some, players eyes my guess is that the market moves to the under on this one but i don't have any any action either way on this already has a little i mean some look ahead at 44 and a half this is 44 six the look ahead was six i make it six i haven't downgraded cleveland yet for any injuries yet so i'm probably gonna be right in market not wanting to get involved in this until the second half um, Sunday, we're going to have some divisional games. Cincinnati, Baltimore, that look ahead was six. It is opening six. Six and a half, some places. 48 total there. That one was pretty much right where it was at. I think maybe, I mean, both teams looked really good on offense, um, but also the Baltimore defense looked pretty tight at times. I don't know if I could support an over there. Cincinnati back-to-back road games. This is a really tough test for them. This is probably a, a spot where Cincinnati yeah. takes some money. Nah, and I, I can get. I, I can be the buyback on Baltimore if you want. I'm not 100 percent sure what he meant by that. Who Dallas has the ball now? I'm just going to narrate that game. All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm not interested in that one at all. It is 48, 48 and a half in the markets. Six, six and a half. Panthers, Giants. What was the look ahead there? Panthers, Giants look ahead was three. That opens two and a half, three. It's actually a, a juicy plus three for the Giants. We didn't talk about this, and uh, maybe Drew will come back. Who knows? He might have fallen into the ocean, but did anybody watch? Maybe somebody in the New York. I know there's a lot of people in the New York tri state area. 
and maybe one of you is here right now. Did you watch the postgame presser? Did they ask Joe Judge about leaving Danny Dimes in that long? The guy had a concussion last week. He cleared it. But, man, the fact that they that just decided to leave him in a game where they were down like four scores and seven years ago and let him let him just out there. You know, I, what if he had taken a hard pop to the head? He would have had some serious answering to do. So uh, my numbers make this. Oof, I'm I'm almost going to be forced to bet on Carolina in this spot, despite how they looked against Minnesota. I don't think I like that at all. If this gets out to if this gets out to a two and a half, I probably will be on Carolina as a road dog here, if, or a road favorite rather. I don't know, Drew. Drew legitimately might be dead. I'm not 100 sure on this. I'll just keep ripping though. Hit me in the comments if you have anything you love already bet. Washington versus the aforementioned Green Bay Packers. I didn't 100% know who Green Bay played this week. And I just, I was saying in my head, like, they didn't get tested on defense by the Bears, whether it was the game planning or just the what the Bears have to offer. And I said, I might have to go against them this week. And they are up to a nine and a half in the market. And I'm not close on that. And this feels awful. But I'm gonna I'm gonna bet that. So I'm betting uh I'm betting Washington. Uh, maybe maybe we get a ten later. I don't care. I don't think it's gonna lean that way. Is there a ten anywhere? Oh, there is a ten. I'm taking a I'm taking a ten minus one oh seven. So Washington at the ten, I make it a lot closer than that. That'll be a bet for me. Yep. Ten plus one oh two at Lovig says Heaton. That's something that's going in the account right off the bat. I'm not a hundred percent sure why that's quite that far out. I'm I haven't made adjustments up, but I'm not that keen on the Green Bay defense, despite what they did on offense today. KC Tennessee is off the board for now because they play tomorrow and tonight or tomorrow for Tennessee. Atlanta, Miami, we already talked about that opened a where is that one? Thought of Pickham. Miami favored by one some places. Miami, a pick them others. Mm. I make it all. I make it Atlanta favored by one, which doesn't feel good. Not betting that game. I'm staying away from that for now, leaving that be. But that is a really tricky spot with Atlanta coming off the bye and Miami coming back from London with no bye. Really, really goofy deal there. A couple of teams opting not to take these. I didn't sell the piano. This is still just a. This is a different living room. This is the this is the family room. That one is the living room. Um, Jets, New England Jets coming off their bye to face a divisional foe. This look ahead was seven. It, it remains a seven. I make it seven. I don't have a lot of interest in this. I was kind of happy not having the Jets play for a weekend. That was kind of nice. We haven't seen what New England will be facing, if New England will be coming off a win or a loss or a tie. We could have a tie, which I forgot. I was going to tweet that today, too. I have the regular season win total unders for Washington and KC. So them tying would have been just perfect, and it was not to be. I thought there was a chance at some point, but KC turned the afterburners off. I don't 100% know what to do with this. Uh, Mac Jones looks good at times, horrible at others. The Jets haven't had much to offer, but they are coming off a bye. It's probably too much for a divisional game off a bye, but I'm not getting in bed with the, the Jets at this point. I think some people will. I think if you want the Jets, they probably will take some money here. There's six and a half at other places with juicy six and a half for New England. So if you find a seven you like, maybe that's a, maybe that's something for you. It's not for me though. Ooh. New England versus or the Rams versus Detroit. 14 and a half. Mm. Drew mentioned this when he was still with us. The Rams kind of were a little bit, you know, aggressive with a big lead. So that makes me nervous. I know Detroit's probably the bet here, but boy, that does not feel like something I want to take at all. Neither team really anything situational. I make this like 13, but once you get up to these bigger numbers, it's 
it's pretty negligible. Uh, you know, one, one and a half point difference from 13 to 14 and a half isn't the same as from six to seven and a half, obviously. And I haven't done any downgrading or upgrading for the Rams. I'll, you know, I'll see what my number is on Tuesday when I'm fully caught up on game film and everything, but yuck. Yeah. If you, if you really want to, if you really want to stink, Oh my God, the Cowboys scored <laughs> Cowboys minus four Cowboys second half Cowboys live. Anything you bet Cowboys who, who got it. Oh my God. I was just assuming they'd kick a field goal. Like that's how my life goes. I don't think I lost anything today. That was pretty cool. CD Lamb. Cool. I like him. He's a good, he's a good player. Good job, Dallas. Sorry, New England. New England. Oh, we got to go back to this. You can't bet the Jets now. New England surly coming off a loss. Oof. You don't want that in your life. So Cowboys, Cowboys minus everything. Everything covered. Good job. And you know what? Go back and listen to our deep dive from this week and see what I made the Cowboys. It was a six. So it turned out right. Look at that. Just because they can't kick the extra point here. Um, yeah, if you really feel gross and want to want to just bathe in filth all week, bet the Detroit Lions at plus 14 and a half. That's a lot of point. There's a lot of room for a, uh, a backdoor there despite being. And that is the Goff Stafford Bowl too. So I don't know. Whatever you want to say about motivation there, that's probably not a real thing. Um, Philly, Las Vegas. Hmm. This one I have a little off. This was two and a half. Opens three. Raiders looking good today. Maybe put something into that. But I have these teams dangerously close to each other. Philly is coming off Thursday night football. Extra time to prepare. Vegas looked really good on offense today. Not 100% sure if that defensive performance was a bit of mirage based on, you know, just Denver looking like shit at times. So I'm, I'm guessing Drew's battery just died. That's maybe that's what happened because otherwise he would have just come back or he would have texted me. So literally, it's either a shark attack or a battery at this point. That's that's my two working theories. Um, I guess someone's probably going to have to talk me out of taking Philly here, and that person will be me. Is I don't like anything that Sirianni's done. I'm not sure. The, I'm not sure I love the game plan. I'm gonna go back and look at that Thursday game. They did cover, but the the first half was rough. The second half was maybe a little more predicated on how the other team played and let them play. Oh yeah, so I make I make value on Philly here, but I don't feel great about it. I think some of it is a, a small bump I give them for the extra rest, and then Vegas. Uh, I mean, Vegas is at home. I'm not giving much for home field this year, though. Chicago, Tampa Bay is a big ass number two. That is 11 and a half. That was a look ahead around 10. 11 and a half is actually almost exactly what I make it. So that is fair. I don't think I'm going to give the Bears a downgrade. They played about how they were expected. When people ask about <laughs> some of these. <laughs> This has to Somebody says, my money is Drew walked into the ocean fully clothed with a blank expression on his face after the refs in the Cleveland game ate all of our CLV. It's tilting, too, that some places some places um, use CLV for the Cleveland's abbreviation. I don't like that. It should be CLE. I don't like to see CLV uh, in a negative connotation. So Chicago versus the world champion Tampa Bay Bucks, the Tampa Bay Bucks with a better coach, a better quarterback, a better offensive line, a better defense coming off 10 days rest and getting to host a team that couldn't put up points on a secondary that was missing multiple pieces today. So you do the math there. That total is probably right where it needs to be, 48 and a half. If you take that 24 and a half, like Tampa's team total is going to be 30-ish. I guess so. That probably that probably hits. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm right on market with that. I haven't looked too hard at the totals. I'll probably spin back through those after I hit these last couple. Houston, Arizona. This would be the team I have power ranked second highest versus the team I have power ranked the lowest. I believe here. So I make this sixteen point three, and it is seventeen. Seventeen pretty fair 16 other places um arizona had some injuries and they had the coaches out and they still looked fine on offense 
like what we've seen from Houston, they offer nothing on the defensive side of the ball. We've seen a little bit on offense, but man, a lot of drives, I think maybe eight drives in the last two weeks have ended in turnovers. If you're going to let that, if you're going to let this Arizona defense or offense have multiple extra scores or multiple, that's what they turn into, but multiple extra possessions that way again, I don't see how you stay within this number. Like this is probably a pretty decent number. I'm not getting on either side of this, but uh, I mean, there'll, there'll be some people that probably gobble up the 17. There's be some, there's been some bets on these big numbers, taking these big dogs. Somebody asked, when will Tyrod be back? And I pronounced it wrong. Just like Saquon. Tyrod, I don't think he's back this week, but they have, uh, you know, what's his name? What is our coach's name? Cully. Cully has said he is the starter when he gets back. I'm not sure if he's coming back soon. Yeah, and somebody's smiling faces here just says, cards first half minus 10. Yeah, that feels about right. It feels, although, uh, did Georgia cover the first half this week? It feels like that kind of game. Like, oh, this this team should be up by three scores and a half. And, you know, so maybe Cardinals live somewhere if they find a little lull in that offense. But, yeah, this look at was only 14 is up to 17. Arizona's looking fine like, fine like wine. Rory, is Rory back? I'm not, I haven't followed the end of the golf either, too, between the Dallas thing and having to do this. Like, I'm not sure who's going to – did Rory win? I did not catch the end of the golf tournament. Someone is going to have to fill me in there. Um, the final two games for next week I'll touch on quick. Indy, San Francisco was a five in the look-ahead markets. That is not on the board at Chris. It's up at a four-and-a-half. I'm I in love with Indy. I used to have in Survivor League this week. I only make this a three. Indy's off a buy. I'm giving them a little bump there, and it's a lower total. Man, they kind of got away from And I tweeted this, too. They got away from what made them look good. And if you look at the, oh, man, what what do you want to call it? The stat line for our running back there, Jonathan Taylor, it was probably a little, it was probably a little deceiving. Like, he didn't have that big of a day. He just had one really, really massive run. And I think they needed to use him, whoever, use any of the running backs. Like, that's what's been working the last couple of weeks. You have a couple of bulldozers up front that, you know, the, the running game, the scheme has been good. Although Wentz getting a little healthier, a little more mobile has been advantageous for their offense. Although playing bad teams is advantageous for your offense, too. So Indy, oh, Indy, Indy's not off a bye. Why did I write that? They clearly played today, right? Yes. San Francisco, that would make a lot more sense. Yeah, we're we're almost we're almost certain San Francisco didn't play this week. No wonder I have this all goofed up. I'm giving India a bump for the buy. All right, I'm closer to four here, so I'm closer to I'm closer to market then. I just uh, put that put it in the wrong column. Um, total forty four and a half here. I don't think the Indy defense is that great. I might look for this to tick up a little. It's actually gone up a little off the look at yeah, San Francisco. I, I was trying to think who San Francisco played today. So that is uh, that is for sure who was on pie. San Francisco coming off a of bye, hosting Indy. Um, yeah, I might be looking at an over there. I haven't run my over. Or I haven't run my total prices yet. New Orleans at Seattle. Seattle has to play tonight. Anyone have anything on tonight's game? What were your adjustments? I made I made a five-point adjustment for Gino off of so I'm saying you know relative to the spread, Gino compared to uh, Ross is five points worse against anybody. And the market was a little heavier than that. So when I made this adjustment, I made it out to Seattle should be a what what is the line for this right now? Pre-game, pre-kick, minus five. So I'm still not there. I'm still a few points lower. And this is actually like a big edge that I just don't have any confidence in because it's based off something kind of arbitrary, like a huge quarterback adjustment that I'm making. So the market is saying that the adjustment should be bigger than uh, than I'm making it. 
And Seattle is getting extra rest off of Thursday Night Football. Hmm. I might I might be making a late play on I think winning winning all the afternoon plays helps with this, um, making an extra play, but I might actually put a small amount on Seattle plus five and a half here. I don't know if I can get I trust the trust the uh I don't know if somebody wants to talk me out of that. Favorites win eight and two. Yeah, maybe. Uh, KC, Tennessee, I did skip over that. It looks like DraftKings has that up. KC is minus four at Tennessee. Um, that look ahead was not that. Is that an old line? Are, are we 100% sure of that? Somebody want to confirm that for me. I don't have DraftKings up here, but if that is the case, I would make Kansas. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong. I'm looking at I'm on week six, looking at the Tennessee or the Washington football game. So Kansas City, Tennessee is a four. I make Kansas City 4.9. Hmm. I don't hate that. Kansas City a little lower in the market. I'm actually docking them a little because it is a back-to-back travel spot for them. A high-ass total. I don't feel as bad laying the points, especially off-key numbers like this. When uh, when the totals are like fifty six and a half like this, like the three, the three becomes less key when you get, you know, bang, 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 back and forth scoring. The fact that we have the two point conversion throwing everything off now. Are these both these kickers have been okay? I don't think it's going to get too wild, but um, I don't know your opinion, guys. Are 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 you upgrading Kansas City off this performance? I think I'm going to have to go back and actually watch most of the other defense played. I know they talked about it. Maybe I'm going to have to ask Dr. Eric. I know he follows the Chiefs pretty closely. They were, I mean, two weeks ago, they knew, obviously, that their defense was problematic and there were some major issues in it. And they were going to make some adjustments. They were going to do some things with the defensive line and the secondary. I just didn't follow along as closely on what those were going to be because I wasn't betting into that game. And now I want to look at that and actually see how those manifested and ask some people that, you know, actually break down film probably better than me because I make this closer to a five and I'm tempted to bet Kansas city here. So my, uh, my biggest, my biggest edges would be betting Carolina. No, 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 no. What, what was that? Am I looking at week seven Carolina giants? So I make the Giants minus five. No, actually betting the Giants. Betting the Washington football team, which I did. Betting the Philly Eagles, which I'm not going to. And then probably that over. We might just have to add that over. I haven't had a total except for the – and if you do follow me on BetSperts, it went in as a 49.5. But – I had a 49. So I actually took a push on that, even though it's gonna say I had a win. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take a worse line on there if it's gonna give me that. I can't remember where uh where it was, so or where where they had that. So Cowboys, good job. God, that felt good. I'm trying to look back at which uh which total I was looking at here now. Somebody remind this is what happens when you do these live. You can't think. And you don't remember which total you were talking about like 20 minutes ago. Because I think we were talking about it right before the Cowboys game went final there. I'm just sitting here looking through the chat trying to figure it out now. The Browns game? Well, first first person that can remind me what total I wanted to bet. Oh, oh yeah, Indy San Francisco. All right, I'm taking that over. I bet, I bet that right now. To, to, to Indy. I'm looking for the best number I can find at the places that actually have it up. I got a 44 and a half here. I got a. It's not having it up here. Oh, it's not even. What, Chris? It's just having it down? I guess it's going to be a bit of an issue if I'm trying to shop and it's not up at multiple places. So, all right, over 44 and a half for me on that one. So, just two bets here. Um, we didn't get into Monday night on the podcast, so I guess I can do that quick. I haven't been too keen on betting into this one. If I pop back to my week six tab, I make this 
value on Buffalo. I mean, anyone who saw my tweet with my power rankings, Buffalo and Arizona are one, two, and then there's a decent gap. I have Buffalo as my top ranked team, not only by the eye test and how I feel about uh, Josh Allen and the coaching staff there, but my numbers, what my spreadsheet says, I make value at this. Um, what are we sitting at now? I had it in as a five and a half previously. It is still five and a half. I'm showing value on Buffalo here. Buffalo's defense is not what it was last year or the year before that even, and they are on a back-to-back travel spot, but you kind of mitigate the travel a little. When it is on a Monday, you get an extra day to prep rather than traveling, and it's not like they're going all the way to the West Coast, so not giving them a huge ding there. I would lean towards taking the favorite here. I would probably sell it out to a six. There are some sixes in the market, I think, for cheap. Five and a half, minus 15 some places. Chris is six. So I'm I'm scared of that total. That's a little high. I don't know if uh, this this either either Buffalo's, Buffalo's tamed slightly on the road or this could turn into one of those weird games like we got with the, uh, with the Chargers and the Baltimore Ravens today where Buffalo might just get all theirs and Tennessee has nothing to offer. Still some injuries. I know A.J. Brown was added to an injury list today with an illness, so I don't know what that's like. If it's announced he's puking his guts out, it is flu season. I didn't get my flu shot. My wife's going to kill me. I was supposed to do that this week. Um, if he is puking his guts out, yeah, she's not a listener, though. We're, we'll be safe. I'll go down to Hy-Vee tomorrow. If he is sick, that is going to be an issue. I'm going to look at these injury reports and probably look into getting in on this. And then, yeah, I'm going to make a small bet on Seattle tonight, just a, a little one to because I show some value despite uh, despite making what I thought was a pretty decent adjustment. So maybe just a little a little action in tonight's and maybe Drew charges his phone and we do a halftime show. So. Somebody says Cincinnati, Baltimore. I don't think I wanted the over in that, did I? So, all right, good. It is moving up. Look at that. In the, I'm going to refresh, Chris. Maybe they have uh, Sometimes some of these sports books just don't refresh well. Like they, they don't update all that fast, which kind of bothers some. I like the ones that automatically pop up. Um, Indy tonight or Seattle tonight, I like. Yeah. That one's going to go poorly, isn't it? Uh, first touchdown scores tonight from the chat. Give me something. I have 13 minutes to get something in there. I'm going to have to actually just check um, what my guy Tim is on. I'm going to pull up Twitter right now and see what we got in the uh, in the chats. He, It's not like I'm giving away secret information here. He posts these right on Twitter, too. Tim, we're just not going to post these. We're just going to put pictures of our DraftKings in this. Well, that's bothersome. All right, I'll figure out some first touchdown scores from you guys, I guess. <laughs> Smith, that one, I would like to see what that number is. We'll hit uh, touchdown markets tonight. So we just not have touchdown markets for this on this one? Getting Aaron Rodgers' next team. That's not what I want. All right. Geno Smith price is probably enticing. Pat Fryermuth says Dan. 20 to 1 for Geno. Gino would be a fun one. Like three different people said Gino. God, I might not have to add him for sure. Yeah, especially at 21 for a, a quarterback who runs. I'm probably just going to do the thing we always do. Derek Watt, 85 to 1. Dan. I don't know, 2,600. So, yeah, shop around on these two. There are some shit prices at some places that are they're going to try to take advantage of you people that only have one sports book. Definitely add a couple. Find yourself some more because – I've seen some horrid numbers on some of these, and when it hits, it feels it's it's like it's like that scene in Casino where the the Asian gambler guy, you know, he's waiting for his plane, and then they tell him his plane isn't working, and they get him back there, and he's betting smaller, but he feels like he's losing money. That's what it feels like when you hit these, and you don't have a good number. So touchdowns, first touchdown score, Geno Smith. Oh my god, yeah, like bet online is 18 to 1. Go find yourself at 26. Go shop around a little. I'll probably cut this off a little early just because we didn't have as much back and forth with Drew missing. He uh yeah, he he didn't offer much while he was gone. 
I still think his phone, I hope his phone is dead. Like I joked about a shark attack, but I mean, that's a thing that happens. I've seen it. Um, maybe not this time of year. I feel like it's colder this time of year. Gino has 2,600 at FanDuel. You know, that's my official pick on the podcast right now because I've been unable to figure out what, uh, what is Tim's username anyway? Tim? I'm just going to look up Tim. Tim, T-Hold42. I found him on Twitter now. He, Oh, you know what? He went with Gino. Gino, Gerald Everett, Chase Claypool, and then he went with any other Steelers player uh, which where he's betting these at the Barstool book is AKA the Pittsburgh defense special teams because they are not offering that. So essentially he's betting defensive special teams for Pittsburgh. So those are the four Gino, Gerald chase and the Pittsburgh D maybe Gino gets involved. Gino throws a touchdown the wrong way. Maybe that's what we end up with. <laughs> yeah. Drew is uh, Drew is missing. And then you had Diggs, defensive player of the year. Yeah, it sucks. Like this is what we said. Like, there's gonna have to be some some piece of the secondary that gets big counting stats, like interceptions and pick sixes. Um, yeah, he's certainly going to be the favorite in the market over Miles Garrett this week. I mean, that was a massive, massive swing for the game. God, that still felt good to actually have one go my way for once. I had it's not like I doubled down on the Cowboys second half minus three and a half and team total over either. So that one was uh, kind of big for me and anyone else who had the Cowboys this week. Cow about and Drew had talked me into Cowboys to win the NFC at nine to one. So feels good to get some uh, get some positive vibes going my way that one. Gino twenty five to one at Bodog Bovada. So shop 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 around. Catch you guys at halftime probably. This is my promise to you. If Drew is MIA in on the way to the hospital or just phone is broke because he dropped it in the ocean. I'll still probably do it by myself. Screw it. I'm going to be sitting here watching the game. So we'll hit the, hit the music. I feel bad doing that with my hands now. Like the dad can see it. Like where is this music? We're waiting. Carolina's down to two and a half. 